Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Nova Scotia wildfires have dominated a lot of the news. Massive wildfires, including the Halifax area fire, which destroyed up to 200 structures, including 150 subdivision homes. It's now, we're told, 100% contained because of massive rainfall yesterday. Although the province's largest fire, Shelburne County, south of Halifax, I understand, continues to burn out of control. The province was blessed with that heavy rain. What's it like for citizens who faced evacuation? Paul Palango joins us from uh, Nova Scotia. He faced evacuation. And uh, Paul, if you remember our previous interviews with Paul, former editor of The Globe and Mail, author of 22 Murders, the investigative report of the April 18, 18 and 19, 2020 mass murders in the province on Indigo Books national bestseller list. Um, how much better is it today, Paul? Well, it's raining uh, really hard today. So that's good. Uh, you know, even in Tantalan, which is just to the west of me, or to the east of me, I should say. It's about 25 minutes east of me, where the houses were all burned down last weekend. Um, they still haven't had, the fire is still, it's under control. It's knocked down, but it's still not out. And then to the west of us, farther down in Barrington, Shelburne, that's a, that's a massive fire that's still not out. It's not under control. So for people and who it, know where, where like Halifax 25 is. Mi- 25 kilometers by 10 kilometers. Probably. So for people who know where Halifax is, how does that relate to, uh, geographically to Halifax? Well, Halifax, the, the, where the houses were burned down was at Tantalum, which is like a western suburb. Right. It's about a 15-minute drive uh, from that survey to downtown Halifax. And then Barrington is at the far end of Nova Scotia on the west, southwest and it's, you know, it's a two-and-a-half-hour uh, two drive from Halifax. I mean, people think Nova Scotia is a small place, and it is. But you could, you know, as I pointed out in the book, 22 Murders, you could imprint the entire eastern seaboard from above Boston to, to below Washington on Nova Scotia. So it, it's, it's big, but not in Canadian terms. Yeah. I'm familiar with the province, uh, so I have an idea. I know where you live as well, so we're not going to divulge that unless you want to. Uh, you were under evacuation uh, alert. How does that feel? Well, we just put away our, um, you know, we didn't get an alert per se because we're between two fires. There, there's more than two fires. There was 14 fires. And one of them uh, last last weekend was just oh, less than a kilometer to the west of us, and the wind was blowing this way. It engulfed the, the hydro substation, and our power was out. And we live in a wooded setting, and there's no fire hydrants. Uh, it's a volunteer fire department, like most of Nova Scotia. And we had bags packed all week, ready to go at the door. I just unpacked the bag today because I figured, well, I don't think it's going to burn us down today. Hmm. So the reports that I read again and again would quote fire chiefs or fire officials from small communities, and they would... Um, Relate that, you know, we, we're all alone here. Or we may have two or three uh, volunteer fire departments. And we've got 75 people, half the, the guys who are over 50 years of age. Uh, we, feel, we feel alone. You're quite critical of the readiness to address these issues by the province, uh, provincial government, as you were about the readiness of the province to deal with the mass murders of April 18 and 19, 2020. 
Well, you know, the problem with Nova Scotia, like a lot of rural communities, and Nova Scotia is a, has a, you know, is a, is has Halifax as its main city, but it has a higher percentage of rural uh, population in it than anywhere else in Canada. And the problem with rural communities is they don't like to invest uh, money. They don't want to pay taxes. They they see no need. Uh, you know, they, what's the old saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens, whether it's policing or uh, firefighting or whatever. So Nova Scotia had no preparation in policing for what happened in port a couple of years ago. And with the fires, they have no uh, they had no helicopters, no water bombers. None of no 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 water bombers. I say. They have a few helicopters. No water bombers, and no uh, no trained force to deal with fire fire uh, forest fires. Even though the forest industry is one of the biggest industries in the province. Yeah. Like it's just oh uh, well you know uh, we're we're going to save some tax dollars now. And then what happens in a fire like this, much like the Nova Scotia massacres, all the savings for dozens if not a hundred years are wiped out in one day. As long as all, as well as with all the pain and heartache that goes with it, you know. Yeah, we have about a minute left. Tell us, uh, there's a sequel coming up to Twenty Two Murders soon, isn't there? Yep, uh, Random House is giving me uh, another kick at the cat. They said that uh, you rarely get a chance to write two two books about the same thing, but so much has happened here, and so much has still not been revealed that uh, it leaves an opening for me to write a book. Which oh, it's gonna, I, I've got a year to write it roughly a year, and I've already started it, and I'm still researching it. And, um, you know, I plan to make it better than the first one. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.